Okay, let's begin with Hilchos uh, Lashon Hara. The let's understand the strategies of the Yitzhahara, as the Chavetz Chaim tells us. We're on page eight, day four in a daily companion. Chavetz Chaim, I wondered to myself, says the Chavetz Chaim, and he writes, "How was it possible that this Torah prohibition of Lashon Hara became so disregarded?" by so many people. The Chavetz Chaim answers this by introducing us to the main strategy of the Yitzhahara and the tactics which it utilizes to entangle us in the powerful Avera of Lashon Hara. So here he goes. Number one, the average person writes the Chavetz Chaim is simply unaware that the prohibition of Lashon Hara applies to information that is true. Therefore, all the Yitzhahara needs to do is present information as being true, and most people will readily repeat it, though according to halacha, you're not allowed to say it. Okay, number two. For people who are more learned, Yitzhahara uses a different approach. He convinces the person that the subject of Lashon Hara is an evil person, and therefore you're allowed to speak Lashon Hara about him or her or that this information is not Lashnara. That's number two. Okay, right? So number one, right, is the fact that you're allowed to say Lashnara. He tells you, oh, you're allowed to if the information's true, which is, which is not true. Number two, he says, oh, you're, you're allowed to talk Lashnara about this person. And number three, if these tactics fail, Yitzhahara uses an opposite approach. He causes the person to worry that every word you speak is going to be Lashon Hara, even when it is not. Yitzhara makes it appear that the only choice one has is I can't talk anymore. Since most people are involved in conversation numerous times a day, the only solution seems to be to ignore the, the halachas. I can't live like this. For they're impossible to keep, right? Says the Chavetz Chaim that the Yitzhara is pretty, pretty smart. Now, once the Yitzhahara has convinced people to speak Lashon Hara, so what happens? He goes about spreading his web of misinformation further to draw people into listening to the Lashon Hara based on their lack of knowledge of Halacha. For these reasons, the Chavetz Chaim writes, the Aveir of Lashon Hara has become small in the eyes of the world. People became accustomed to speaking without thinking and measuring their words against the Torah's standards. Eventually, Lashon Hara was no longer viewed as anything wrong or as evil, thereby allowing bitter conversations to become acceptable, unrecognizing the terrible Avera that it is. Shmiras Halashon, guarding one's speech, became a mitzvah of the tzaddikim, became a mitzvah of those who are extra machmir an irrelevant issue to most people so the Yitzhahara's strategies had succeeded a most severe Torah prohibition certainly equal to that of eating treif was now considered to be nothing more than an optional chumrah that only few people are care about all of the Yitzhahara's strategies says the Chavetz Chaim were based on his ability to spread misinformation. This was possible because the correct information was inaccessible through the laws. The laws of Lashon Hara were scattered 
throughout the Talmud, throughout the Gemara, having never been collected and organized. People were drowning in the sin of Lashnara simply because they were totally ignorant of it and had no way of learning about it. It was this tragic situation which impelled the Chavetz Chaim to write the Sefer Chavetz Chaim. That's what he says. Okay? Beautiful. Hashem should help each and every one of us. We should be Zoha to only say good, to only think good things about other people, about other Jews. Should be Zoha not to speak Lashon Hara, Rechilas, to be Makabal Lashon Hara, Rechilas, us and all the Jewish people. Okay. Um, a good segue to finish off Parak Aleph and Evan Shlema uh, says the Gra, and anyone who's ever read uh, the the Igeres Hagra, the letter of the Gra, I would I would uh, I would uh, recommend it for anyone. Of course, uh, with with uh, it's a it's a heavy letter, but it's a beautiful letter, and he talks a lot a lot about speaking Lashon Hara and, and how a person speaks, as we're going to see right now. Aval Pisha Amru, and this we've spoken about before. Right, the Gemara says you're not allowed to praise a person. Right, you have to be very careful when you praise a person. Why? Because if you praise a person, his enemy or someone else might start saying, "Yeah, what are you talking about? Oh, he's such a great guy." No, he's not. He's not such a great guy. Because through you praising him, you're going to come. Someone's going to come. Either you'll come to to uh, to put him down. Or your friend will mikol makom. Nevertheless, misha for some bemidas tovos. If somebody's, I mean, I, I've seen this in the Chavetz Chaim where he says if it's a tzaddik, but here he says someone who is known to be a good guy, he has good midos. Adaraba, you're allowed to. You you could be mishabechim. You could praise him. Why? Because you're not worried that anyone's going to say shabazel Everybody says this guy's a great guy. Everyone agrees. And therefore, right? And even if somebody says something negative about him, they'll say, yeah, what are you talking about? Everybody knows this guy's a tzaddik. Everybody knows this guy's a great guy. Okay. Um, just on the footnote over here, he says, um, all the way on the bottom, he says in the, in the Geras, he brings from the letter. Right? It's good to see this because I've said this many times. I probably got it from there, or Baruch Shekivanti. He says, Ha'ikr shalo, here we go. Ha'ikr shalo ledaber b'shum adam. B'shvachai v'kol shkei Don't talk about nobody. There's no reason to talk about anybody. It's very, very dangerous to talk about anybody. Ki ma'aloi le'adam b'davar zarais. Why are you talking about things that are not shaykh to you? Why are you... Right, basically, mind your own business. Why are you talking about other people? There's no point to talk about other people. If that's how you read the pasuk in Mishlei, I, I didn't look it up. Right, basically, is that the the um, people who who speak zar they speak nothingness. Right, it's one of the reasons. Says the Gra, why people are mavatal Torah. He says one of the reasons people don't learn Torah, especially nowadays where, where there's so much news and news and news and news just about, right? You ever, it never, there was never news that came up, right? Imagine a, a, a news outlet that would come up and say, everything's great, the president's great, the prime minister's great, the weather's great, 
everything's all good. Uh, thank God. Let's all be thankful to Hashem. Uh, nothing to say nowadays. Nothing to say today. Right? Nothing's new. Everything's great. We're so blessed. Imagine a report like that. It'd go out of business that day. What does the news say? This guy's terrible, and this thing's terrible, and the weather's terrible, and this is terrible, and this thing happened, this one's terrible, and this one's this and that. That's what gets people the attraction. That's what gets people talking about nothing. That, that. So a person has to be very careful. Okay, and the last piece, the last os in, in, uh, in Yodalid, which is similar to what we learned yesterday, Talmud Chacham, and of course, when, when we say Talmud Chacham, whenever Chazal, just to know, whenever Talmud, the Chazal talk about Talmud Chacham, it's not like a person could say, oh, he's a Talmud Chacham, but he, he's not a tzaddik. Right nowadays, you hear people say, oh, he know, he's a Talmud Chacham, but he has bad midos. He's a Talmud Chacham. No, 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 no. When Chazal refer to a Talmud Chacham, it means a tzaddik. It means, it, means, uh, it means the same thing as when it says a tzaddik. It's the same thing. It's all the same thing. So a Talmud Chacham is the highest standard of a Jew. Like we said yesterday, a Talmud Chacham and everyone, right, in any yeshiva bacher, any, especially by us, right, especially Yushai, right, a person who learns, right, a chash of a person is the bechinas of a Talmud Chacham. of a Talmud Chacham, right, Gabi, you're for sure a chassan, for sure a Talmud Chacham, that people look at you, people look at someone, for sure, he says, a person has to be lifnim meshur sadin. You have to go beyond the letter of the law. Yoyser mishar ha'am, like we said yesterday. You have to be even more than other people. He's gonna, and he's going to bring mamish a, cl- a case, a practical case. Lemashal, listen to this. Limchol demeya hezek shalom. Someone's working for you, and he's mazik you, he smashes and he does something, he damages something, that mitzad adin, he's chayef to you, you have to, you have to go ahead. He says, zederach harbei b'nei adam. Right? So, so a lot of people are meichel if a person damages. Right? And imagine when a person damages you emotionally, someone hurts you, you're not meichel them? You're not meichel them? Of course it's very hard. But the Talmachacham, the Tzaddik, somebody who's connected to Torah, has to go beyond the letter of the law. Besides the, the fact, right, Rabbi Regensburg will tell us what Gemara he's going to quote over here. What? Okay, good. He's not quoting that one. That's another Gemara. Right? Not only does he have to give him not only does he have to does he have to pay for him, right? Not only does he have to does he have to be Michael, whatever it is, he has to pay him, right? Imagine a guy's doing work for you and he damages and he's sitting there damaging and damaging and damaging and damaging. So you still have to go ahead and you have to pay him for the work he did. Ukuvda Diraba, now maybe he'll get it. Ukuvda Diraba Bar Barchana, which we're gonna quote in a second. I was thinking before I quote the Gemara. Right? What's the what, what's the shot? Hey, you know what? Let me do the gemara and then I'll say the shot. What's what happened? Right? The the, the end of uh, in soichar esaumnin in bam the last the last gemara. Rav Barachana tavru lehanu shkuloi chavita dechamra. Right? He had some people who broke barrels of wine. Shokol leglimayu. Right? So he's a smart man. Right? They hung up their coats wherever they, they, their, their things. So they broke the, ba- the, the, the barrels of wine. What's the first thing he did? He took their coats. Why did he take their coats? 
said after the day's work, he's like, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm holding your coats. You broke my barrels of wine. Asu Rav. So these workers came to Rav, and they said to Rav, he, he took our coats. So Rav says, He told Rav Barachama, you have to give back their coats. So, so Rav Barachama says, that's the halacha? So what's the truth? No, it's not the halacha. The truth is what? You, right? He's allowed to keep their coats. But Amalei says, in, Laman Telech Bederech Toivim. You have to go. You have to be good. You have to go. A Jew, right? V'chol Nativotea Shalom. V'chol Nativotea Shalom. Derachea, Derachei Noyam, right? We go ahead and we act a, a, a certain way. We, we, we go ahead and, and everything is peaceful. Everything is, is sweet. Right, so so too over here. Right, they talk talk about whether whether you're allowed a paskin, whether you're a paskin lefnim sadin, whether you could tell someone I'm paskining a halacha lefnim sadin. They talk from this gemara. Right, they say could, could you paskin on someone like that, or you or you or it's tam, or it's going beyond the letter of the law. So yoyv he gave him back their coats. Now what about paying them for the day's work? So amrule, they came to him and they said aniyanon, we're poor. We worked hard the whole day. The kafinon, right? Right? We're hungry, I think, right? We don't have anything. We're hungry, right? We, we, we need something. So Amalei Zilhavagrayu. They say, pay us. Could you imagine this? Pay us. So he says, Amalei Dinahachi. Or I guess maybe Rav says, pay us. He says, the din is like this. So he says, Amalei in, the Archas Tzadikim Tishmar. Okay, they talk about the difference in Pesukim, why this Pesuk for that. Okay, we're not going to get into that. But what's the Pshat? For Orchaz Tzadikim Tishmar, the Pshat that, yeah, that's how a Tzadik goes ahead. Someone does something bad to you. Someone pushes you. And I was thinking, right, from the Toymer Devorah, if, if anyone's ever learned it, it's a shame, you'll learn it. If you didn't learn it, get ready to learn it. El, it's a good Sefer. It's a Sefer you have to learn. But I was thinking, it's Mamish. It's, why? Because Mahu Afata. What does that mean? Hashem gives us, what is this guy damage? Here he goes ahead and he's taking your tools, he's working for you, and he's breaking and smashing your wall. And he's smashing your wall. You want him to fix things for you. And he's smashing and smashing and smashing. And you got to pay him for it. Says That's what the cross says. The tzaddik, the tamachacham, has to pay him for it. He has to go ahead and he has to give him. He can't take anything from him. Not only can he not take from him, he has to pay for the work that he did to damage him. So I was thinking, what's the pshat mawafata? Right, what does a person do? As it says at the beginning of Torah Dvora, person has koiches. Hashem gives us koyach gives us koyach dibur. He gives us koach of the enayim. He gives us koach of the yadayim. He gives us power to live, to breathe, to eat. And what does a person do? He looks at what he wants to look at. He talks the way he wants to talk. He uses his hands the way he wants to use his hand. Who gives you the koach to do that? Who gave you that power? Who's paying you? Who's paying you? Who's employing you that you can live in this world and live that way? God is. And what do you do? You go ahead and you're damaging Hashem with your mouth, with your ears, with your nose, with your this, blah, blah, blah. So what? Hashem, does Hashem ever say, okay, I'm holding back? Or you wake up the next morning and the same meal's there, everything's there. That's the, that's the way it is. Hashem Amish has rachamim. He's moited, as the Mesil Sharm says. Uh, you want to start messing with Hashem, Mida? You want to start messing with Hashem, Meshur Sadin? You want to start dealing with, with, uh, with, with Hashem and everything is Din? You 
won't you won't make it a, you won't make it a half a, a half a millisecond if you're going to start living the world and say oh Hashem oh yeah I judge this guy and I judge this person right like that oh you you want to be judged like that Chas Shalom someone who wants Chesed to be done to him as the Gros says. I don't know if uh, we'll, we'll get to it from Evan Shlevi brings from the Grub brings in Mishle it says Misha Oisa Chesed Lemata Oisin Chesed Lamala you want to bring Shefa from Lamala of Chesed right it happens every, all the time Mitzvah Shem it will happen to you when the Meshulachim come to your door Mitzvah Shem they'll come and it's always like I've always said I've never been waiting and sitting and it's a good time for a Meshulach to come Never, never in my life. I've had Mishalachim come to me for many, many years, Baruch Hashem. It's never been like, oh, perfect timing. The door bell rang. I'm not on the phone. I'm not sitting with my family. I'm not learning. Right? So it's never a good time. But what is it? It's called Rachamim. It's Hashem has Rachamim on you. And what does he say? He says, I want you to do Chesed Lemata. I want you to do Chesed on this world because you need Chesed Lemala. That's why it's the most important thing. That's why I always talk about it. That's why it's good to get married. It's one of the best things to get married because you're doing chesed kel kol You're doing chesed all day when you get married. Chesed. Okay, you can't tell your wife. You don't tell your wife you're, she's your uh, chesed project. Right? Right? But it's true. You know what? It's halavai. Halavai. She should, she should be your chesed project and your her chesed project. It'd save a lot of people a lot of shalom bias problems. Is that all the chesed that you smile to your wife and you give to your wife, like you give to, to, to like we all have that. We all have that. We all have that. It's normal to be easier to other people than it is to the, to the people closest to us. But that's our avoda. That's what the Tamil Chacham does. That's what the Tzaddik does. That's what we have to strive to do. We have to strive to do, right? Yoni is a big boss, right? It's very hard. It's hard to be a boss. It's hard to run a company. It's hard to be mamish, to have rachmanis on your employees, to have rachmanis, to be lifnimish adin for the people you deal with, the people you work with. And then especially when it comes to money, you get nervous. You say, oh, I don't want to lose the money, right? When it comes to money, it's ya'aver. Right? What does the Gemara say? It's ya'aver ene chachamim. Right, that's the. I think the Gemara says it's chachamim, it's ma'aver. So imagine the fools, right? The Gemara says, right? Kavachaymer letipshim, right? I don't want to talk about what we are, right? We just had the Gemara in Shabbos, chamayrim. We should be zeicher to be called chamayrim. Uh, you know what I mean? We're zeicher, we call chamayrim. Of course, money blinds us. Shem should help each and every one of us. We have to look at ourselves. We have to look at ourselves as tzaddikim. Not in a Balgaiva way. You have to look at yourself as the Tamachacham. Get used to it. Get used to it. Look at yourself as a higher standard. Look at yourself that I'm a higher standard than, than, than it's not Gaiva at all. It's even more Anava. It's more humbling. When you look at yourself that Hashem blessed you and Hashem gave you a sensitivity to be a, to be a, to be a God-fearing Jew, to be a Jew who learns Torah, to be a Jew who loves Musr, to be a Jew who, who wants to be in yeshiva, to be a Jew who lives, you know what that is? You know what kind of schus that is? Kind of opportunity, you can't be a Balgaiva, you have to be humbled that Hashem chose you to do this, that Hashem chose you to be from the, from the, from the Yoshe Beis Medrash. He chose you to be from a person who's connected to Hashem. That's the whole purpose of the entire creation of the world, is to realize that Ich bin a Nivra, that I'm a Nivra. The whole entire purpose is to realize there's a boire and I'm a nivra. Shem should help each and every one of us. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Shkoyach.